Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome, friends, to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Yeah, here we are. It's hump day. Oh, that's right. The humpty hump. It's already hump day. It is. I can't believe it. This is great. I love a short week. Short weeks are the best weeks. Short weeks. And you have family in town, so this is great for you. Yeah, it's nice. And they just moved into our place. They they do half the time. My brother and sister-in-law do half the time at my sister's house, a few blocks away, and then they come over to our house. So they just moved into our house. Okay. Which is nice. So yeah, I'll get home and Scooty will be there. We stayed up. Stayed up last night watching an episode of The Morning Show, and they're far ahead of where I had last Wait, dropped off. There's not a new season. No, no, no. That you're just, oh, dude, you, we're just you're playing in catch for up. A fun ride. Well, not necessarily not fun, but a ride. I uh, because we I just sort of picked up where they were, and they said, "Are you sure?" And I said, "I'm sure. I'm not going to go back and grind oh, this out. I don't think you're gonna." Quite a plot development. What episode? Second to last of season two. Oh. Some things had happened oh, while I was away. Yes. Shish kebab. Wait for it. Uh, we have a, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, it's a Wednesday, which means today, hour three at 11.30, we'll play the Millennial X Games. Millennial X Games. Millennial X Games. He always says it that way. Millennial X Games. Hey, guys, get this out of your system now because I have Millennial a guest. Millennial X Games. Who's coming in at ten thirty? Right, well, then start saying things right. Someone who is shadowing, who someone who I was at an event was like, "Hey, would you ever be willing?" And this is very rare, so don't call in now and say, "Can I shadow you guys for a day?" Our answer is going to be no. But he's going to come in. He's very nice. Was he so... drunk at the time? <laughs> no, he was not. Oh, I just no, assumed. He was, no, Donna. <laughs> he's sober, so he'll be uh, he'll be joining okay. us. Maybe we'll have him as a lifeline or something during the oh, college pop great. culture knowledge. Good idea. Um, but I need to tell you, last night we went out to the movies. New movie theater for me. I hadn't been there before. I don't think I had. It's called Imagine in Waconia. Waconia, that sounds fancy. It's only about, you know, 15 minutes away from our house. Probably, maybe maybe there's a Chan Hassan theater that might be a touch closer. But sometimes I'll go to Marcus Cinema in Shakopee. Other times I'll go to AMC in Eden Prairie. That's where we saw Tom Gun Maverick. Okay. And then some other times I will, um, oops, What's, sorry about that. Don't oh. worry about that. Other times I will, whoops, hang on one second. Donna, it's me. Just what the heck? Press me. Sorry, I have a speaker on over here. Donna, mute your computer. I'm muted. Is we're muting? Oh, nothing. Computer? I couldn't hear anything. Oh, it's yeah, no, we're here. We're good. Like, now, now we figured hey, it out. Nothing to see here. Anyway. Everybody stand yeah, up. We're getting this out of the way yeah. before he comes in. Uh, but anyway, so imagine in Waconia. It's this old school theater that they recently updated. I don't know how recently, but when you walk into it, it's right on the street corner in downtown Waconia. So this cute little downtown that they have, and it looks like the eighties. You feel like you've almost in some ways stepped into the set of stranger things. It's got that sort of a vibe in the front lobby to the point where they're, it's a small place. So there was even a line of people just to go to concessions, like a noticeable line almost coming to the door. You know, old theaters didn't think about 
the flow of people as <laughs> yes, much. Sure. They just sort of were like, we'll yeah. be a building. And then that became a problem after. You had a little bit of that, which added some charm. It was, they had this cute little movie wall with all these DVDs on it in the corner. And it was like, oh, that's a cute little sitting area. They had another game where they had Connect Four just in this little curated sitting area out in the main lobby. And then you go into the theater and it's really nice. They have recliner seats, which I just need to tell you in my ranking, these recliner seats are notably better than the Marcus Cinema Southbridge Crossing and Shakopee are. And I love a good seat. Yeah, but you fall asleep. I don't think that's a great idea for you to recline. That's a fair point, and it's not. But I did not fall asleep last night, which is a reason I'll get to. But the these ones don't push your head forward like the ones at Marcus do. Oh. And it's a slight difference in the neck pad of the recliner seat in the theater. And it makes all the difference in the world. I'm going to start bringing one of those neck pillows you with know what? me to the theater. The, for airplanes? Yeah. You wouldn't be totally yep. out of place because people are dragging like Linus from Peanuts. They are dragging blankets in yep. to the theater oh, now because they know it's going to get cold. Eve. And then they just put them down. <laughs> You've got rows of people with blankets coming in cozy clothes. I mean, they oh act gosh. like it's the drive-in. Oh, my gosh. MC, when he kicked some kids out of the theater a couple months ago, he said, get your blankies. Get out. You guys are... Yeah, I mean, they were really, really bad. Who were these people? There were uh, two, like, 12-year-old girls who were laying across the seats, like, long ways, oh, no. just messing around. They're just laughing. They're, I mean, super loud, just screwing around. Their parents just dropped them off, and he had had it. Yeah. He said, hey. get your blankies, get your candy. You guys are messing around. You need to get out of here. Yeah, you're ruining it for everybody else. Well... Uh, the imagine I'll set that aside for a moment. It was, you know, this retro vibe. Here's I'm just going to give this is just my this is a helpful hint or a helpful tip for anybody who might own Imagine. It was a little too authentically retro with like the dirtiness of the bathroom. And when oh. I looked behind the concession stand, it was just like popcorn everywhere, paper towels all over the floor in the bathroom. Oh. So to imagine in Waconia, I love you. I think you got a lot of great going for you. Let's make sure we have somebody who is checking the facilities like all the time to make sure it's nice and clean because you're really close to it being a great retro vibe theater. Okay. Thank you. Second. Wow. A couple guys were dressed up in suits in front of me and we were there to see Minions, The Rise of Gru. <laughs> okay. Like like men in black is just, what they look just like. two people in suits. But I knew what was happening. There's a new trend on social media. Hashtag gentle minions and oh cute it actually started in australia the movie came out in late june in australia a little bit of a jump on the american release and there was a kid who was like i'm gonna get dressed up for this we just had our winter formal or or our uh, summer formal prom whatever a couple weeks ago we still have our suits ready let's just dress in suits and then it started going viral very quickly and you'd go to a theater and more and more groups of usually young men would be there dressed in suits. Now, some of the theaters, to uh, to MC's point of like, hey, kids, stop messing around. Some theaters have had to tell these kids, like, you can't cause a disturbance during the movie. The two guys that I came in contact with, I said, explain this to me again. I know this is a thing, right? And they were like, it's a classy movie. And we just wanted to make sure that we dressed the part. And I was like, no, 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 but tell me more about, you know, and I asked the dad, I pressed them a little bit more and they're like, yeah, we just thought it'd be fun to dress up. They looked great. They were super respectful. They didn't cause any kind of a disturbance. But I wonder if the gentle minions movement is, has impacted the box office because it's gone viral 
and they're I you bet know it has, individual it's videos. Doing so great. That's my thinking. Is yes. That Minions: The Rise of Gru set an all-time July Fourth weekend box office record, and I have a feeling that even if it was just I don't know. 10 or 15% of the total audience was groups of guys who otherwise would never see this movie. And they decided we're just going to go see this just sort of for the goof and the silliness of it. Wonder if that impacted the box office. So I saw the gentle minions trend in front of me. I thought the theater had a lot of nice things. It was Dev's first time. He is too. How do you do? Real good the first half. Uh. And then he and I were uh, out in the arcade where they had the old cruising uh, video game. And during the last 30 minutes, we uh, we were outside of the movie theater, Dev and I, while the rest of the crew was in there. So he did well. Wasn't quite where we needed him to be or wanted him to be, but a very strong first 45 minutes. Oh, okay. And that's wheels, good of you to know that. And the I wheels fell it. off. That's so. okay. And you said, okay, it's time to get out. Yeah, we're going to go walk out here and everybody else just stay and, in here and watch uh, the movie. It'll be fine. Rating on minions as as the much parts as you that saw? I saw. Yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty strong. I'd give I don't know seven and a half, eight. It's okay. a good. It's a good animated movie. Okay. Yeah. Great. Anyway, right, rating thanks. on Donna's hair right now, ten out of ten. Thank you. She knows that we have a guest joining us again. Uh, yeah, because yesterday I was a disaster. And she's you were all oh, dolled yeah. up. Yeah, the hair sitch is not good. I'm starting to get old lady cotton candy hair. Oh, let's talk about that later. Okay. Uh, Please don't let me miss it. Uh, when we come back, how about this? We'll wake your brain up a little bit. I have a fascinating fact about the stickers that you see on fruit that you get at grocery stores. Okay. It's going to change the way you eat your fruit. Tell you about it. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve at your service on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Ready for some fun facts? Yeah. Thank you. All right, Steve. Hmm. Make them good. I don't know if this is going to apply to you so much. You're not much of a fruit fan. I bought some nectarines and I had a fruit smoothie this morning. Trying to... Just trying to do better. Because you're the inverse of most people. Most people need to eat more vegetables you need to eat more fruit you prefer a vegetable to a fruit yeah i never crave fruit i'm never like you know what i could go for an orange oh. ambrosia <laughs> Ooh. what do you ambrosia like salad. cauliflower i love cauliflower i love brussels sprouts cauliflower Spinach. always the last thing this just happened the other day it's always the last thing on a veggie tray I don't like raw cauliflower. I think that That's there's tough. a difference. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's good at cauliflower mash. Why is bread good when it's normal and great when it's toasted? Foods are interesting. Yeah, I don't know, Steve. You know, just a slight crispiness. The ingredients don't change. And frankly, in bread, it's not like you're caramelizing it and bringing sugar out of it to the top. Mm. It's in there. <laughs> Okay, thanks for that analysis. Guys! Oh my god. A fascinating fact about the stickers that you find on your fruit. I want to guess. Does it have to do with expiration? No. Oh, this also does apply to vegetables. Excuse me. So, Donna, you're back in. Okay, thank you. Uh, The stickers that you find on fruits and veggies at the grocery store are edible. The washing prior to eating is recommended. The glue used for them is regulated by the FDA. I understand that the glue is, but what about the actual, 
I don't know. Is it plastic? Is it what is it? It's plastic. I don't know. Maybe it's like a, a communion wafer. It'll just dissolve. <laughs> I know it's like paper, but it just melts in your mouth. Maybe so. I don't like taking stickers off of my fruit, but I do. I do too. Not anymore. Forget about it. You just eat it right in front of someone and see what they do. Yeah. Yes. Like you just ate the sticker. Yeah, just actually peel the sticker off and put it in your mouth. <laughs> oh, I love this little garnish that they put on there. <laughs> and then what you could do is uh, you could really go hog and eat the whole apple. You know, because some people eat the core. There are people who eat the whole who are those entire people? apple. They're out there. Woodsmen? Like, what? <laughs> Why would... What? I don't know, but they're out there. Well, you know me, I'm a composter. Try it again. You know me, I'm a composter. Oh, yes. Very big into composting. Yes. I even brought my compost can to the cabin, filled up a whole paper bag, brought it home, put it in my compost container in the garage. <laughs> And you wonder how there are dead squirrels under your couch for right. three years. <laughs> Could it be all the food waste that you're dragging around? Closer to five years. But um, I just started doing this. I just feel better. That's good. You I make feel a, better. Just make a little change in your life. That's it. You know, it's like when and we all stopped using hairspray a little bit in the 90s because of the ozone. No, we're using it again. Don't get me wrong. But for that moment in time... It was the hot topic. Remember, everybody in the 90s was talking about the ozone layer. Yeah, like, don't use spray deodorant. The ozone. Then I had to switch from Shore to whatever I use now, Secret. Sure. Yeah, I have Secret on today, too. Remember Shore? Sure. Sure? Unsure. Because the commercial was sure. like, sure. People were, like, clapping yeah. with their hands Mom, above their head. Look, and then Unsure, the football game, they score a touchdown, <laughs> and they they put their hands up and then sheepishly bring their hands back down to their side and clap. <laughs> Oh, Don, are you taking working. issue with how she's saying sure yes. versus sure? Sure, like the Jersey Shore. You know, I think that I... Sure. All right. Are we going to Google I, pronounce well, this? Well, I think she might have a point. I've never thought of this before. S-H-O-R-E is probably pronounced differently than S-U-R-E. Sure. You have to be sure about it. Not sure. You have to be sure about it. I'm not sure. No, you're not sure about the shore. I don't think I'm going to say sure. It's okay. Well, you're a Jersey girl. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're just telling you that it might be wrong what you're saying. You is can there live your any, own life. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, let's do it. Live on the air. Are we doing Google pronounced? Sure, I'm just going to look up uh, Sure pronunciation oh, you know there's go. an alternate pronunciation because we live in the generation where no one can tell oh, anyone that they're wrong about anything and so they're right going to say you can say it either way i have it right here it's spelled s-h-o-r s-h-o-r sounds like s-h-o-r how would you pronounce that sure sure is that for the word sure let's see what are you looking at s-u-r-e sure so, wait say it again sure thank you sure oh it's like uh it's like sure. I'm gonna like slow the Jersey it down. Shore. Sure. 
Sure, you're right. But wait, does that mean you guys are we're just wrong? That's what it means. So S U R E, yes, and S H O R E are intended to be pronounced the same way. Mm-hmm. Sure, let's hear and the sure. British pronunciation. Thank you. Sure, 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 sure. Fuck it! I win! I win! I win! I know sure. how to say words, except triceratops. And just said compost that. a bit earlier today. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The druggist. <laughs> Do you know what a druggist is? <laughs> how many of you kids know what cocaine is? Raise your hand. She was a young Bernie Sanders in a different life. Hell, she might be Bernie Sanders. I don't know. I've, I'll tell you what, wow. who I've never seen in the same room. Her and Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Indiana Jones was originally going to be called Indiana Smith. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that doesn't flow. Oh. Yeah. Did I say flow properly? We were just wow. checking. Oh, man. Hey, uh, fans of Frasier, you'll be happy to know that the script for the first episode of the reboot is near done. Reboot. Just the first episode reboot. Episode. And I uh, checked out a new docuseries I want to tell you about. Morning, welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. I was going to have some sort of show to recommend to you. My sister oh. was talking about it. Had some, murder was in it or Kill was in the title. <laughs> is it Mind Over Murder? I don't think it's Mind Over Murder, but now I'm sure she'll watch it because... It's so good. Yeah. I just started it. If you liked... um, Oh, God, what was the name of that? Um, 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 making a Murderer. Oh. Yes. Remember how that was like this huge, huge hit. Featuring oh. Elizabeth Reese. That's right. That's right. Not, um, not a suspect in the crime. No. This Reporting. is very similar. It's, um, I guess, this like celebrated Chinese director. Her name is uh, Nanfu Wang. She's, I guess, this is like her genre is, you know, interviewing, interrogating, you know, just getting to the bottom of it. The way she tells a story is really interesting. So this is on HBO Max. It's a six-part true crime docuseries about, it's kind of disturbing, but okay. the way they tell the story, you can you can get through it. Six people in Nebraska were convicted for the 1985 murder of this 68-year-old grandmother. Her name was Helen Wilson. 30 years later, they were exonerated by DNA evidence. (gasps) Wow. But they mostly all pretty much confessed and told the same story. So it kind of raises the question, like, how reliable is a confession? How much does memory come into play in these, you know, these criminal cases? Right. Um, but it's this horrible what they did to this woman who did nothing. Ugh. She's just living in her little apartment, minding her own business, and then she becomes this victim of a of a crime. And the it ended up being a cold case. And then this retired cop uh, began his own investigation just to help the family. He eventually solves the case, lands on six suspects. And the name of the town, it's interesting, we're talking about pronunciation. It's spelled Beatrice, 
but it's pronounced Beatrice. Hmm. Um, and it's just a small town with like 12,000 people. And uh, it's just really fascinating. Wow, I really want to watch this. Dawn, it's good. I, my friend Nancy uh, recommended it yesterday. And I thought, you know what? I, I would love to do something different that I haven't heard anybody else talking about. So I checked it out. I was hooked by the first episode. Then I had to watch another one. Then I was bummed because it was time to go to bed. It's really oh, yeah. fascinating. Time to go to bed. I love it. Oh. You're an adult. You get to choose when to go to bed, Donna. Right? Look at me. Listen, oh. I stayed up till 3.30. You wanna, it's never time to go to bed until you decide it's time to go You're to bed. You're right. You're right. But I knew I had to work in the morning. What's so the neighborhood again? Mind over murder. Six episodes? Six episodes. You can fly through, you know, you could do three one night easily or one afternoon. And then um, it's on HBO Max. Mind over murder. And if you're if you like that true crime stuff, if you're just like intrigued by that and and you didn't give anything really away. No, because it's already like kind of they almost start with the story right. and then start breaking it down. Are mm. they hour long episodes? Yes. Okay. Yes, I but they go this. by really fast. Dawn, do I think this, this is your jam. I think it is. You'll have to let me know what you think. Now, Donna, don't forget about Stranger Things. I know. Just I won't. that your way. Remember? Was it satisfying the way it ended? Yes. All right. Do you remember yesterday we listened to Separate Ways, the remix by oh, Journey? so good. Yeah. I want to hear the Metallica song. Did we listen to that? Master of Puppets with an intense guitar solo. Because they are like so excited. It's number one. They hit number one. Master of Puppets turned oh to number God, that's one. Crazy. And 36 Kate, years later. And Kate Bush is raking in the bucks because she owns 80% of her catalog, I believe. Oh. So she's going to get, you know, a lot of right. money off the royalties for running up that hill. Oh, wow. Crazy, right? That's something. Remember the acapella version we heard yesterday? That Steve made fun of because it was crazy. I didn't make fun of it. I just he don't. He doesn't like acapella groups. I don't like, I want to like them. You know what happens with acapella groups? May I? Sure. Who's the most famous one? It's uh, Acabe- uh, no. Pentatonics. 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 Yes, Pentatonics. What about them? There have <laughs> been people who, you know, each year they'll come out with, for instance, a song that I love. Mary, did you know? I knew you I were love, say that. I love Mary, did you know? I love it. It's such a moving song. Yeah. And I remember people in the old Twin Cities Live office. Can I even legally say their name anymore? I don't know how separation it's works. It's fine. It's fine. But they, it was like, oh, have you heard this? Have you heard this? Have you heard this? And I remember trying to just go with the flow. Yesterday we talked about what's something you pretend to like, but you really don't. And for me, it's acapella. And I remember listening to it and thinking, I can't do this. You don't like a barbershop quartet? Oh, if it's gimmicky at like Disney, I'm into it. Steve, this is beautiful. If I was in church and started to hear this. Maybe it would work a little bit better in church. Wait for it. I don't know. It sounds like music. Their voices sound like music. That one's winning me over a little. I feel like if we go further, maybe I'll turn on it. Maybe not. Maybe I'll start to like it again. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like it anymore. Why? I don't know. Like the bassy thing that's happening there. If you want to keep it like, that sounds good. Okay. Okay. Maybe See, you're I winning think you're me maybe over. Conflicted. Maybe that's it. How about if you didn't know this was a cappella? Well, I mean, sometimes Donna, you can't sometimes tell. Sometimes you feel like there are instruments in there. I. 
don't as much. I know I've heard you make that comment a couple of times. It sounds like an instrument. Is Here's good. my problem. Usually it's bass guy comes in. Okay, it's And everyone's guy. singing. And then what about bass, the beatboxer? Bass guy comes in and hits you with like a... <laughs> and it's tough for me to stop hearing him, <laughs> okay, I think. All right. And it rattles the vibe. Okay. And I then there was it. a... We've had, Certainly there's talent that can be recognized. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Unequivocally. We... we Talented Adele Razim. I mean, this these people know how to sing. I just more often than not don't love it, and I wish I did because I do. I love harmonies. Okay, what's wrong with me? Is there a psychiatrist out there? It's okay. I get it. You might have been traumatized in your childhood by some barber shop quartet. No, I wasn't (laughs) traumatized. (laughs) I used to get my hair cut at Broadway Joe's. There was nothing traumatizing about it. One time, I think I got a perm, and I loved it. (laughs) My brother and I went to Broadway Joe's and got the same haircut, pointed to it in a magazine, said, we want this. My brother was 12. I was eight. I walked out of there with a bouffant. I mean, a pompadour that was permanent. My brother walks out with the same thing. He goes to a baseball party, end of the year party. Poor guy. Gets totally berated by his friends. You know, think like late 80s, early 90s. Like, dude, your hair looks so stupid. So then he comes home crying, he's upset, washes it out, puts his head under the bathroom faucet, the 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 sink faucet, and just wash it all out. Meanwhile, Stevie Boy could not be any prouder of his hair. I mean, I was thinking just the tale of two cities there. Two brothers. <laughs> you can't just wash out a perm in one wash. Whatever he had that was making his hair all stand up in a Too big tight, poofy yeah. way. He rinsed it out. It was so that it all just went wet and flat. And I was thinking, how long can I keep it the way that it is? <laughs> so I wasn't traumatized. I had some of my best experiences at Broadway Joe's. In other TV news, uh, Frasier <sighs> is going to be revived, coming to Paramount, Paramount Plus, in, I think, October? That's nice to hear. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah, he said maybe, uh, maybe a little later. He said that oh. there. It looks like production is expected to begin in the fall, so maybe not the show is coming. So we've got a little bit of time. But I loved Frasier. I thought that was a great show. Loved it. I've always wanted to watch it more than I did. I've liked the idea of watching Frasier. Remember, this is the thing I told my wife about. I want to watch Frasier in our bedroom, lying in bed, eating Chinese food. I love it. I have this vision in my head with a lamp light on. Make it happen. But maybe I won't find it. I don't know if it'll be both of our humor. I don't know if it'll be a show that we enjoy watching together. Because Frasier's humor was a little more highfalutin. Yeah. Yeah. So you you have to be into that. But that was the joke. The joke was that they were snobs. Yeah. You know, and then their father was not right, yeah. and he had the ratty chair and that yeah. beautiful dog. condo. And Eddie, the dog, R.I.P. Eddie. Oh yeah. man, he died. Yeah, he sure did, Steve. I wonder where that couch is. It's probably dead too. It's probably like in the Smithsonian. Yeah, yeah. Go to the mailbag. Oh, certainly, Steve. Ready? Mail time. Uh, Don sent us a an email. Sore neck is the subject. Hi, Steve. I totally agree with you about the seats at Marcus. I hate their seats. 
Glad to hear I'm not the only one who gets a sore neck there. Love the show. Uh, signed, The Other Dawn. This is the minutia of it all. I love all theaters. I'm not trying to besmirch any theater out there. You're just trying to help them. I just, they're, 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 the, the seats are so close to being great at Marcus, and they're just not, the, the theater is gorgeous. The technology, fabulous. Waconia, great retro vibe, needs to be cleaned more frequently than it is, frankly. I, I bet they're understaffed. Here's what they would be, be really nice to do. They you. could be. To make a nice fat donation to the community so that to they the can community? upgrade. Well, what, it, to the Waconia Chamber of Commerce, to City the theater, Council? Which is part of the community so that they can upgrade their seats or at least one seat. Well, you know, my thinking was <laughs> that what they should do. No, no, that Marcus is doing fine. Marcus all has great right, seats. Imagine right. in Waconia, their seats are unbelievable. I got into the theater the and I was like, great. this is where it, I want to watch movies dirty. now. But I went into the bathroom and there are paper towels. And then when I was in there an hour and a half later, all of the same paper towels. So what we need to do is dedicate whatever it is, 10 or $15 an hour to someone who just cleans constantly because my point is I care about this theater. And they could go from good to great with just more consistent cleaning because then you'd feel really good about the retro vibe. Okay. That's all. All right. I liked it. Thanks for sharing. Donna wants me to contribute now to various communities. That's how you can contribute. Pick up the paper towels. I thought yeah, of doing that. That's do what that. I do. And you then know, I take my foot and I shove. If it's full in the trash can, I will shove my foot down in there wow. to squish the paper, paper towels. There weren't any more paper. There weren't any more paper towels to get out because the paper towel thing was empty. And on top of that, oh, okay. I also right, was trying understaffed. to get the two and a half year old out of the bathroom without I don't oh. know grabbing onto the porcelain of a urinal or like Dad, what's this? As he eats a urinal cake. Does he talk? <laughs> yes, he great. talks. Why don't you want to meet him? Rude. He's two and a half, Donna. I remember when Lou was pregnant. He will not bring his children around. Well, a court order's a court order. (laughs) All right, we gotta go. When we come back, I think I... Oh, no, 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 no. No, we'll lead with this. Donna, Uh, (laughs) after making fun of me for a couple of weeks about something dumb I did trying to get into the building, apparently pulled a Steve. All the time in the world for that story. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Oh, hey, sorry. Hey, where'd you go? What's going on? Is this thing on? <laughs> hey guys, it's Donna and Steve. We're here. We're here. You're fine. Thanks, man. Before we get into um, see something, say something. Mm-hmm. May we check our mail? Oh, Delivered every day. Certainly. Is this gonna be what I think it's gonna be? No, I'm uh, saving that. Okay. Mail Ooh, he time. looks mischievous. We have one that we're going to save for DJ Rock Lobster at 10 o'clock. Yep. It's alarming. It's concerning. <laughs> and, oh, uh, and it needs to stop. But we'll start with, uh, we got this from Jesse. Hey, guys. Hey. I have to agree with Steve with acapella stuff. Just can't really get into it myself. I think it's something about, and I think this person has nailed it for me. I think it's something about the beatbox. Yeah. That just doesn't fit into certain songs that are softer and more melodic. So you'll have something nice going, oh, and then the boom, beatboxer boom, comes in. Yeah, he comes in, cheeses it up. It's and I think beatbox guy he, is they very get laid often. The most. They get what? <laughs> Did you say what I think you said? Yeah. 
It's because they're like the drummers in the band. That's right. Do people like drummers, right? Aren't they like bad ones? Truly. Girls are like, look what he can do with his mouth. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I was in an acapella group in college. I know that's a shock to you. Oh, no. Acapella. I was going to say, what was it called? Acapella. Been insulting Dawn's I don't care. No, but she wasn't beatbox person. No, no, no. But the male version were the baritones, and that beatboxer... Is beatbox guy usually the same bass guy, too? No. Oh, they're he different. just beatboxes. Maybe this. Maybe I want beatbox guy and bass guy to go start their own thing <laughs> and then leave the other acapella people there. Maybe we should yeah, have an acapella maybe. group come in and sing for us in the studio. Then Keep you just have there. a chorus, you know? Leave me around the beatboxer. Hmm. I don't know. That was one email that we got. We got another one here. Oh, then somebody's saying, hey, here's my favorite version of Mary Did You Know, which we played by Pentatonix earlier a little bit. The uh, Christmas album, uh, Merry Christmas with Love by Clay Aiken. So now we're getting people recommending a very Clay Aiken Aww. Christmas, I think, for us, mm. which is nice. Uh, here's another one. Steve, uh, acapella, I agree with you. I don't like the Pentatonix style of acapella. It sounds cheesy. No, Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, and yeah. I think the issue is uh, with the percussion Singing the dum 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 noises yeah. that they always add are terrible. This is from Mallory. I like when people sing a cappella without the percussion. Just simple voices uh-huh. harmonizing. So much prettier. All right. Check out the check out for Washington. F O U R Washington. For Washington. Way prettier. That from Mallory's last name. Mallory's last name is Pote or Pote. P O T E. Potato. I do. All right. Now we'll do the segment. That's All right. Are you ready? Okay. Here it goes. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, so... Remember a few weeks ago when we were all making fun of Steve because he thought that the clip that holds the mm-hmm. uh, magnetic card right to access the security gate. Yeah, it holds it to the visor. It's just a clip. And I had to change cars because I have a broken air conditioner. And then I just grabbed the clip. And apparently the card did not come with it. And then I was trying to get into the gate with just a plastic clip. Like literally getting out of his car, waving it in front of the sensor. I would have been as well off waving a bottle cap in front of it. I have, yep. I have the clip. I have That's the clip. Oh, yeah. right That's here. the clip. That's so dumb. Yeah. Okay. So that happened. And oh gosh, I made sure we had got the security footage with our boss. Mm-hmm. And the head of security here at Hubbard Broadcasting. Making fun of me. I was Right. Any opportunity just to rub it in your face. Mm -hmm. Well, this morning, I approached the gate and I started pressing my at-home garage door opener. (laughs) And I'm hitting it and I'm hitting it. I take it off the visor. I start pointing it in different directions (gasps) at the gate. Then at the sensor, and I'm like, "Did you roll down the window? Do can we get some security footage?" Oh no! What gate were you at? Oh, no. I'm not telling you. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll pull both. Yeah. Oh no! I don't think I did roll down the window though. I was just like waving it and just like 
He, she's Because I did get out of the car and yeah. wave it in front, <laughs> irritated. But can I suggest yours? Whose who's mistake was dumber? Yours! I don't know. I'm asking you're the question. You're waving a random item that has and nothing you told to do. Your wife that that's what new technology yeah, does. Yeah, you mansplained it to her inside that clip. Everything that you just said is true. <laughs> but Donna took her garage door opener and started pointing it like a little laser gun, clicking it <laughs> frantically. I'm sure. In her car. It's just out of habit when I pull up to my garage. I did it yesterday at Jason's garage with my own garage. Okay, see, at least, though, it's an actual remote item that has a function. Then I went so far in my head to think, did I open the garage at home? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought and that, that too. I go, one of the blondest really moments yeah. you can have because it barely works when you're in the driveway. Yeah, what if this has a 15-mile radius? Oh, <gasps> man. And I was going, I need a new battery. Because Is it because I, you're used to the security gate at home, I'm assuming, with your multi-level yes, property? Yes, correct. Yeah, same thing. And, and it's been giving me trouble at home, too. And I'm like, really? What is this thing going to start working? Oddly enough, Stevie Boy gets into his vehicle that used to have the badge and the clip all together, the broken air conditioner vehicle. I get into that yesterday, drive over to my sister's, a minute into a two-minute drive, right down on my lap. I'm like, what the heck was that? The card, the missing card, <laughs> oh, fell where was down. It? Where was it, Don? It was in the ether somewhere. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're just Floating. sitting at your sister's house? No, no, <laughs> I'm sitting in my old vehicle. Oh! And then out of the seemingly the ceiling, it fell down onto my lap mid-drive. <laughs> How I have mean, you been getting oh, in without I that talked card? To, I talked to Austin. Ashton or Austin. Yeah, yeah, every okay, morning. great. Right. We're gonna go. All right. Don, you uh, <laughs> scramble a ding dong. Okay. We have got TJ Rock Lobster coming in next, and we have a uh, bone to pick with him. It's getting concerning. We'll tell you next.